Welcome to another exciting edition of The Thought Police, and it's me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan, sitting in a studio together, musing about the big stories of the day. And there's no bigger story, is there, Kevin, than the one we're about to start Indeed. the show with. There's only one story in town. Top of the agenda. It's top of the agenda. Everybody's talking about it. And it is... Chris Whitty. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Sensible. Harry and Lennon. I mean... Could there ever be a more depressing-looking bloke? I mean, I'm just all through my show today. All I could see was Chris Whitty. He was either talking on TV or he was talking to a parliamentary committee, warning us all about how terrible things are going to get if we open up too soon. The third, Has he the looked third at the papers wave, today? The third wave. Has he looked at the papers? You know, today? he's talking about thirty thousand may die, that kind of thing. Now. You know, uh, what part of vaccination does he not understand? If he's telling the truth that we're facing another big wave of deaths, can someone explain what the fucking vaccine was for in the first exactly place right. then? Well, exactly right. I mean, I did say at the time when they started rolling the vaccine out, oh, so it doesn't stop you getting it, it doesn't stop you spreading it, yeah. uh, it doesn't stop you uh, giving it to somebody else or something like that. Anyway, yeah. but actually it does turn out to be very effective. Yeah, so all you know, it, all they've it, only got now, I yeah. think quite a lot of parts of London, there's only single figure infestation cases, yeah. infection cases, right? There's single-figure numbers of people over 80 going into yeah. the hospital, right? Yeah. And and the numbers are dropping every single it's, day. It's quite startling. Quite well, startling. I mean, yeah. I mean, down 40%, yeah. down 35% yeah. in all sorts of places, yeah. right? And he's, this fucking bloke, right, is sitting there telling us that we can't go to the fucking pub or the hairdressers or a gym yeah. because we might kill someone. Go fuck Do yourself. Fuck go up, fuck mate. yourself. And, uh, you know, Boris said he's going to be led by the data and not the dates. That's what he and keeps And now saying. he won't change his dates, even though the data indicates we can get out of this lockdown right. shit much, much quicker than Midsummer's Day, I mean, June the 21st. It's I mean, I look at Witty now and I just despair for the human yeah. race. Yeah, well, exactly right. What is right. wrong with him? I mean, exactly right. If you listen to Chris Witty in terms of the fact we're all, we've all had the evac- vaccination or uh, more and more people in this country have had the vaccination uh, according to Chris Whitty it's just a little prick in your arm talking of little pricks let's get back to Chris yes what a fucking and wanker Patrick and, 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 and Valance and all that sage mob mm. uh, now Boris Johnson if you noticed a couple of weeks ago when he made his roadmap to freedom speech yeah. uh, he said uh, that the destination point is us learning to live with Covid not that we would beat Covid yeah. not that we would stamp it out not zero he said COVID. people would die of it. People will still catch yeah. it. And uh, Chris Whitty and his gang do not seem to accept that. Uh, for them, it seems that they're in a fight to the death yes. of COVID. But also, if you listen to the way he talks, right, he was talking about modelling, right? This is what the latest modelling suggests, oh, okay? Fuck your models. And then he goes... And this is the reality, that 30,000 people will die. Well, hang on a minute. It's not the fucking reality, first of all, because, first of all, it's a model, i.e. a projection, a scenario, a situation that may or may not happen. So it's absolute bollocks to say it's anything like reality. It's completely not reality. Yeah, and stop scaring the shit out of the nation. It is now becoming a serious problem that the Sage yeah. Boys, and to an extent Matt Hancock and sometimes Boris Johnson, are in the business of terrifying every yeah. person in this country, yeah. and it is causing serious fucking problems. It really is. Not only among the adults, but especially among the kids. They've mm. got to get out of this mentality. Well, the kids going back dangerous. to school this week, right? I had a, 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 an interview with a guy called Roger Layton, who runs a bunch of schools in London. Yeah, right? I heard it. It's funny, yeah. 700 tests he did 
lived in a school. I said to him, how many were positive? None. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So why are they wearing a fucking mask then? Yeah, and they're getting fucking kids to be tested three times yeah. in a day. It's why? like they go they say they turn up for school at nine o'clock, nine AM, yeah. get tested. At midday you might have caught COVID since then. Let's right. have another test. This is gonna fucking traumatise the well, children. It's worse than that, right? Because what's gonna happen is say for example they do find somebody that's actually got it, that person will have to go home. And arrested at school. Well, not necessarily. Well, it happened in Ascot yesterday. The kids all turned up, came yeah. back to school, uh, private school in Ascot. Yeah. Uh, kid in the first wave of getting the right. first tests tested positive. <laughs> kids, fuck off home again. <laughs> so they well, returned to school lasting yeah, ten but, minutes. But here's the thing, right? I, you know, obviously have two kids. One of them's at a sort of sixth form college. The other one's in regular secondary school. The, the younger one um, was was in school, you know, back end of last year, and he reckons about fifty people overall staff and kids have had covid right yeah. but not one of them has been a bad case of it mm-hmm. but what they do is they self-isolate the person who's got it and some of their friends so not all put like the whole classroom doesn't get sent home mm-hmm. so it's like maybe half a dozen people that they sort of hang about within the playground or that they sit right next to that kind of thing but the whole fucking family now will have to self-isolate now if you've got a job that requires you to be somewhere yeah. in order to make money you can't afford to fucking self-isolate. Yeah. And it, what, and it's it, bollocks. Totally right. And, and it, what really worries me is I think that the kids going back to school, which was a very, very good thing, uh, it will result in cases going up. Of course it will. Uh, and then you know what Boris will do. He'll shit himself and lock us <laughs> down again. I mean, oh, for no, fuck's please. sake. I can't uh, take he, it. He, he's, I can't fucking take it. He seemed to accept the last, in his roadmap speech that cases going up, even deaths rising after we come out of lockdown was inevitable. That's what we've got to get used to. And then the next t- moment, you've got Sage uh, basically declaring they'll never get used to yeah. that. They'll keep scaring the shit out of us and keep yeah. locking us down ad infinitum until we're all fucked yeah. forever. It's and, ridiculous. And also, what's worse, right, in the schools is this is what they're doing now to the kids because most of the kids apparently are going along with it. But I think it depends on which part of the country you're in. I think it depends on, you know, which part of which schools in particular, because uh, mine doesn't go back until the end of this week because they're staggering different years to, because they have to test everybody. right? Yeah. Um, but they're doing this thing about it's a moral, it's your moral duty to wear a mask because, you know, we want to protect everyone. And I said to this guy today, you heard me. I said, well, if none of them have got it, who are you protecting who from? There's no, there's nothing's changed since last December when yeah. they didn't have to wear a mask in the class. Yeah. And uh, could you explain you know, to me, Mike, where you, you know you're more in tune with the school situation than I am? Why is it all the kids have got to be masked up for five, six, seven hours? Well, in they a don't, row? and 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 the teachers don't have to. Be. Well, exactly right. And I mean, presumably, Make what the they fucking could teachers do, do it. Well, that, well, this is what I said to, to another guy. I, said, I mean, you don't, you don't. I mean, I wear a mask for five minutes. I'm getting hot. I hate it's it, uncomfortable. Yeah. It's horrible. It's why I stopped using the tubes. You know, I know you still use them because, yeah, yeah. You, you know, it's the easiest way for you to get here. But I don't live very far no, away. No, no, got it. Um, and so I will not... Once they started introducing it, so you had to wear it on the bus, walking to the station, getting on the train, on the platform, all that bollocks. Yeah. It's like I would have to wear it for about yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. And those I, fucking frankly, adverts. I find it really difficult. Yeah, those fucking adverts, you know, people with a mask. I wear this mask to protect you. Please do Fuck this. Off. Fuck off. Not interested. <laughs> I'll take my fucking chances. Take your stupid mask off, you Yeah, asshole. exactly right. And why don't you just stay away from all me? those adverts? You know, can you look a bus driver in the eye and tell them that your journey no. is essential? Yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> it's fucking useless adverts. Like they everyone, really all those questions. They could you worst. tell a nurse that you really? Uh, yeah, sure. Fuck it. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, the, the level of propaganda has been obviously 
way over-egged. I mean, and again, this must have come from witty people, right? Because that other one where they say, you know, bending the rules um, kills people. Yeah, well, everybody's bending what? the fucking rules now. I mean, it's like saying to me, um, well, the thing is, you know, we've done this to save lives, really. Well, um, you've killed 120,000 people, so that hasn't worked terribly well. What about the NHS? Has that been overwhelmed? No, the NHS doesn't even now anywhere close to being overwhelmed. It was never fucking overwhelmed. It was never going to be overwhelmed. Oh, it's going to be overwhelmed. Oh, it wasn't overwhelmed. Yeah, I mean, almighty. We talked about this last week. Now it's a mile off being overwhelmed. But we talked about this last week, didn't we, with Channel 4 News, but unfortunately due to the situation with planks, it didn't quite uh, make it out into the public view. But the old uh, Channel 4 News report from the ICU unit of some fucking hospital yeah. in the Midlands, where uh, they rather disappointingly had to report that there was only three people in the ICU uh, now who were there with COVID, um, but they weren't very well. And you go, well, <laughs> they're in a fucking intensive care unit, you fucking moron. Yeah, this hospital's close to being overwhelmed. We've got three people three in people. ICU. Dun, dun, dun. And then, and then right, and out. then uh, they proceeded to talk, interview them all. So, so, you know, they were so unwell that they could be yeah. interviewed on live on television. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Uh, shall we uh, talk about uh, the inevitable? I suppose we should. Harry, Megan, Harry has, has Megan. Megs. What a What pair. a shit show. What a pair of Absolute tricks. shit show. Really? I mean, I don't think, and I say this having seen many interviews, I mean, you said last week as well, that you were going to nominate Oprah Winfrey because I knew the interview would be interview. shit, and I was right. It's literally the worst interview I've ever seen. It's like I've said, uh, Oprah Winfrey is absolutely brilliant at getting interviews, yes. and she's fucking shit at conducting them. Yes, she couldn't interview her way out of a fucking paper bag. No, but that's her style. You know, no, no, she settles. Look, there's, you, you, I have to tell you this: the art of interviewing is you get incidents, mm. you zone in yeah. on details, facts. Right. When did this happen? How did this right. happen? In what circumstances did it happen? Exactly where did it happen? Yeah. Um, but that whole interview for me was choreographed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you what, know, what did you almost, get? What did you get? It was that? practically scripted. Yeah, yeah. So they said you maybe might be too dark. What? Yeah. What? Move on. Yeah. Well, no, no. Can we just film well, that bit a bit more yeah, yeah, when yeah. I say what? And what about the fucking bollocks about? Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't me who made Kate cry. It was Kate who made me yeah. cry. Who oh, did ums? And then this uh, is like a high school drama. So, isn't so it? Winfrey, in an uh, uncharacteristic moment of curiosity, said, "Well, what upset her? Oh, she was upset about something. Something. Okay, to do fair with enough. Great answer. Yeah. No, 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 Oprah. What was she fucking upset right. about? Otherwise, don't." Put Put it in right. the fucking interview. And then she said, um, but I don't want to talk about it, uh, yeah. having introduced it into the conversation yeah. because she's apologised to me already. Yeah. At which point, surely, um, yeah. Oprah should have said, well, when did she apologise to yeah. you? Yeah. At what point? You know, because the problem with all of this stuff that they're coming out with, for me, is why are they waiting? Why did they wait until now to say all this yeah. stuff? I mean, surely, yeah. if somebody made a racial slur against your unborn child, would you not raise it at the time uh, uh, rather no. than waiting a couple of years? Well, you know, that it's very unusual or very uh, strange, that whole story. First of all, Harry said that the conversation was purely between him and one other member right. of the royal family. Yeah. He went on to tell Meghan about it. She right. felt uncomfortable. Yeah. If his version of the story is true, uh, I don't blame her for feeling uncomfortable. I don't blame him for feeling uncomfortable. If it was said in a racist way, yeah. if it even fucking happened, frankly. Right. Uh, and then she says, oh, there were several conversations mm. and that some of them right. involved me. Well, what's the truth? Yes, exactly. And what's that's the, the problem with almost everything that she has claimed, and that's why I say claimed, 
because almost all of it yeah. is supported by no evidence whatsoever. And, and it's just us reporting and, what she said. And, and I find it amazing how some news outlets have just sort of taken it as red. Yeah, bombshell, bombshell. That it's a fact. Even the spectator. Even the spectator. I mean, really? Even the spectator yesterday uh, put on Twitter, listed, read the seven bombshell allegations. Yeah. From this. So it drags everyone down right. to a very down market state of mind. Well, at least they said there were allegations, though. But, I mean, some news outlets well, have I been think reporting... Well, might have been accusations the, or something. You know, they might, they, they might as well have just been yeah. proven, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the same, the same with... Um, this idea that she didn't know anything about the royal family. Are you kidding me? Piss off. I mean, there's pictures of her standing outside Buckingham Palace mm. when she was younger. And as somebody said to me, nowadays, if you're in the dating game, mm. if you meet somebody and go out with them, you Google them immediately mm. to find out what the, what's going on. Because it's a very good way of finding out if the person you're about to date is some kind of mad psychopath. No, no. So the idea that you wouldn't Google Prince Harry... Yeah. Which, of course, she did, because we all know she yeah. went to see Piers Morgan to ask him his, his advice on who she should sort of carouse and hang about with in London in order to get better known. She decided not him. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I think he's probably quite lucky uh, to have escaped her. I think any bloke is lucky to have escaped well, it, to be honest. Also with this fucking... She's a nightmare. I, I mean, know, we've all really been is. with uh, women uh, who have been a nightmare, I imagine, over time. And she's definitely at the well, top I of think that, that I think in this, they're both a nightmare at the moment. And uh, when she starts going on about, oh, I didn't, re- I didn't know the lyrics to God Save the Queen. Well, most of us right. don't. Exactly. I didn't know you had to curtsy to the Queen. Oh, fucking hell. whoop de doo I'm so upset about that. What a trauma for you. What oh, a I know. terrible experience. Well, it's not as bad as him being down to his last 30 million. 34, they, 34 they, million they cut quid. me off. And uh, so that's why we had to do some deals yeah, with yeah. Netflix. Oh, like, really? By the way, you know the a uh, couple of weeks ago when he did that uh, bus stop interview with James Corden, oh, yeah. and he revealed that the Queen had bought him and Meghan a waffle maker yes. for Archie for Christmas. Yes. So I know what she can get him the next time, uh, next Christmas. So well, probably fuck all now, but <laughs> as an <laughs> lump of coal. Yeah. Hello, Harry. It's the Queen. Eh? Yeah. What you, this is what you get for Christmas. Fuck all. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, what is she, she should get him? Did you see the pictures today of the four? Just the four of us. Oh uh, yeah. The bump oh, the God. baby bump yeah. and Archie in their arms and then Harry standing there uh, all black and white and moody in yeah, their yeah. expensive garden so here's what the Queen can get Harry for Christmas a fucking pair of shoes yes it's a, it's well, how about a different outfit great hobbit feet well, how out about there? a different outfit yeah, Just, yeah. did you see the piece oh, the fucking last week that he wears the same clothes for everything I know, He's I, know. Got, well, I mean he might have 15 different grey suits but mm. nevertheless he could can try I a different colour can I put forward uh, this is do like, you know what I bet he does I bet she tells him what to wear oh blimey right? yeah I bet you any money because yeah. you know. Did you notice in the, in did a couple you... of the moments where he was asked the question and she answered, yeah. and so she like you know she just like said no I'll answer that one. Did you see that dress she was wearing for the interview and it's covered in those sort of white yes, splashy? Yes, I did see some pe- uh, rather un- people are tweeting memes. saying nice of Monica Lewinsky to lend her his good dress. Well, that was one. Of, that was the more filthy version. I was <laughs> going to say the one about the seagulls was also quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> but people have also said it's reminiscent of the dress that Wallace Simpson used to wear. Now I don't know if that's true. I don't know enough about the pictures around Wallace Simpson. Um, but, I mean, everything that she does is choreographed. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yeah. Because she thinks about it very, very much. And she's been very smart, if you think yeah. about the way that she's won over yeah. a section of the population, yeah. which is supposedly the younger section. Even poor old, uh, you know, sleepy 
dopey Joe Biden came out and said how brave. Of course brave he fucking did. She brave In America, she was, you, you know, know, he's bravely so talking brave. about mental health issues. Yeah, so brave. Fucking, you know. You, but you, it's you nonsense, say, isn't it? Mental health and racism. Everyone, oh, so brave, so yeah. brave. These are like touch, like the t- blue touch But there's people in this country retire. who are the same, right? There's people in this country. I know, country I know. You've got, who, you've got who, to. Who, who have made an industry out of it. You know, people who genuinely have problems i don't mm. think necessarily want to go on television and talk about them um, they're very very uh, serious problems and they need to have serious medical fucking consultations yeah. they don't want to go and start telling everyone about it and mm. they don't necessarily want to write books about it either yeah, but when they do and yeah. if they do they're suddenly you know the darlings of everybody do you want to write my theory about why this is such a fucking mess, right? Now, uh, the real problem in the What, end, you mean the whole Harry and Meghan Yeah, mess. the Harry and Meghan thing. Now, now um, Meghan is just another crazy Californian actress uh, mm. with far more ambition than sense. Yeah. There are millions of them out there, and she's just a and other, but she's a little bit but more determined than most. But now she's got a lot more money than most. Yeah, yeah she's, a, she's got a lot more money than most. She's a little well. bit more determined to make it than the rest of them, mm. even that she'd never make it on her talent as an actress, but uh, she's a good networker and she's scored high points for the bloke she married. And she's term. now got some very yeah. influential friends but here's the because part, but she's not, yeah, but, is very influential. Yeah, but she's not a America. fucking genius. She's a good network. Yeah. A good networker, just like Oprah is, actually. Mm. Uh, she, but she's not a fucking genius. I mean, she's... Uh, the, but I think the problem is, you know, Harry, essentially, is the guy who has landed himself in this world of shit. Mm. Uh, and what we're dealing with here is a guy who's basically as thick as fucking He's, he's, he's thick. He's yeah. thick. He has not got the intellectual capacity to handle the mess he has plunged himself mm. into. This is a guy, when he was at school, Eton, the finest school in the world, all the education money could buy, uh, all the teachers pouring over him. Uh, he struggled. He had to get special, special tuition mm. at uh, Eton in order to struggle through to get a B for art right. and a D for geography. That was to get him into Santos. Is a that all te- got? Yeah. Of course, he's thick what, as two, shit. Like thick. two GCSEs? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah they're A-levels. A-levels. But, yeah. but they, the, Eaton admitted that they had to give him special <laughs> courses to get him to get even those very low academic <laughs> qualifications. Because otherwise he couldn't have got into Santos. Mm. Uh, one of his teachers said he was a very, very weak student. Uh, you know, this yeah. guy is thick. Mm. And he uh, he's shooting his mouth off without mm. thinking like thick people so often yeah. do. And he's got himself into a mess that he does not have the intellectual and she's totally uh, capability balls, to handle. She's totally got him by the balls. Yeah, as well. yeah. I mean, she's brighter than him, but yeah. she's no genius either. But she's she's on a networking mission to Mars. You know yeah. what I mean? And she's doing very well. At and that. there's going to be more of this, isn't there? Because we're led to believe there's at least another hour, maybe two more hours. Oh of fucking material. hell! Do you know what I thought in the end? I, yeah. I went home last night. I was doing James Bell show last night, so I got home uh, and sort of thought, well, I better watch it. So I yeah. turned it on about eleven o'clock. Right. <laughs> About half an hour thinking, this is fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking yeah, it's boring. Kind of, I mean, I must admit, I mean, almost everyone that I've spoken to who watched it has found it quite fascinating. And I probably am one of those people, partly because I have to watch it for work purposes. But, you know, it is an extraordinary kind of event yeah, yeah. because what's happened here is that we've moved into this world now where rubbish is actually considered to be content. Yeah. Because there's, well, nothing, pretty good there's content, literally yeah. nothing that they've said yeah. that is really above and beyond... She made me cry. Yeah. I didn't feel very good. And somebody said something racist. I yeah. mean, that's it. And by right? the way, Harry, you pompous little prick, don't shit can your da- dad. What a disgrace well, that so, was. Well, and his brother. I mean, can you imagine? I, I, I thought about this today because William and Kate's kids are not that young anymore. 
Um, and Kate, yeah. Right, and Kate. I mean, how do you think they're feeling about all and this? And also, also, well, that really took uh, feminism onwards a lot, didn't it? We all end up on talking International about Women's Day. who made the other woman cry. Yes, on I International mean, Women's Day. What a fucking pathetic, cliche yeah. trope. But what do you think the Palace are going to do? Uh, I don't think they have any choice but to react fairly strongly. Really? I mean, I really do not I think... I wonder if they'll wait and see if it well, just goes away. Uh, I don't think so. I think they've got to react. They've been told that... We are being told there is a, a serious racist in the ranks of the royal family. What I hope... The yeah, palace, but you see, I think Harry... I think the palace are going to deny it. No, but I think Harry's regretted this situation. Of course he has, because he shoots his mouth off, because doesn't I think, think. Well, Here's what I think's happened here. Um, and I have no reason other than my speculation to, 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 to rely on, upon. So it's, it's no more of a fact than what they've said. But I think something was said to him. He then, in order to kind of um, ingratiate himself with her, reports it back to her, but slightly exaggerates it in a way. Totally agree. Right? So she's, that, she's so that, seized it. So she's, uh, she's, she's seized take, it. She's like literally grabbed the ball and run with it. And, he's, and, he's and now, now he's going, oh, fucking hell. Yes, he's, and now it's out Christ, of control. He's lost know, control of the ball. And now he's lost yeah. the control of the and narrative. And that's exactly what I'm saying, Mike, that this is a guy, uh, he does not have the brains to deal with the mess he's in and the sort of things that Megan is likely to do. Yeah. She has definitely taken that time bomb and detonated mm. it. And also, and, you can't come back from this kind of idea that Privacy is our own concern, and we will choose Fucking what to privacy. release. Come I mean, on. come on! I mean, they now—they've now told us, as you said, what the Queen gave Archie for his first birthday present. They came out and told us what her um, nickname was for Harry, which the is exact Dad, relationship right? between Harry and they his started, Dad. They and talked Will's... about how Dad cut him off from and wouldn't listen to, wouldn't take his phone calls. Now, William is, is, is a captor of his own making. Yeah. I mean, incredible private yeah, yeah, stuff, which yeah. nobody really wanted to know, yeah. but they're volunteering it. But he's, as I say, he hasn't got the brains to understand the boundaries, and so he stepped over them time and time again. I mean, I think in the end, I wasn't at all surprised by her. I think she'd say anything to make the front pages. But I was, uh, uh, insofar as I can be shocked these days, I was quite shocked by the shit he came out yes. with. Uh, I think that he was more disgraceful in that interview mm. than she was. But it is, of course, well, you see, I think the way she speaks is quite carefully It's scandalous, scripted. though. It's scandalous. No, but the way that she goes to a certain point and then doesn't yeah, well, go any further. that's what I'm saying. That's, and all of the kind of the signs. It's sign. scandalous to say a member of the royal yeah. family did it because that is in effect points the finger at the entire royal family mm. uh, it, which know, they then had to clarify she knows they? what she's fucking doing of course she does but yeah, well, I I'm think saying. Harry got Oprah to say it wasn't the Queen or Prince Philip yeah. no he did Cause to because, be honest, because he realised he'd made a blunder because to be honest with you I think most people were thinking it was probably Philip and can, oh. we, get on, can we get on the record by the way mm. also that it is not racist to speculate on uh, what kind of baby a mixed race couple will have. I've got a fr friends, what she's black, he's white. Uh, she got pregnant. Mm. Uh, they spent, they themselves spent nine months pissing around, laughing their heads off about what kind of baby, what's it mm. going to be, what kind yeah, of yeah. baby. You know, it is not. You know, to wonder about that sort of thing is something that's been going on time yes. immemorial. But you see, this is what she does, though. This is what people who are in her business, which is the business of self-promotion uh, and virtue signalling, this is what they She's do. A fucking virtue. This is what they do me. because they know that they can appeal to a certain audience and a certain group of people who will go, "Oh my God, look at what they did to you! Yeah. Isn't that terrible?" Because let's face it, you know, they were in this organisation for a long time. They left it last year. Yeah. Right. Now, they didn't say any of that stuff. Now, she's going to claim, oh, well, I wasn't allowed to speak. Really? Yeah. I mean, everybody is able to get a story out there. Mm. And here's one for you, right? 
here's one for you. I wouldn't be at all surprised whether uh, you can go with this one or not, that she put anti-Megan stories out there herself in order to make herself look like she was a victim. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't I mean, put that past her. Certainly, uh, certainly I, don't, I think we're entitled to conclude that this woman has an addiction to being on the front pages. She has an addiction to being Well, this the is the other thing. She doesn't read the papers, everything. right? That's yeah, all... yeah. Well, that... Doesn't use the internet. I think we can go so far as to say that is a barefaced lie. Yeah. You can't sue the newspapers if you don't read what they no, write. exactly. So I we mean, know that's a lie. And she doesn't use uh, the internet uh, either, apparently. Oh, yeah, bollocks. Yeah, it's well, absolutely to, le- to learn how to fucking Let me ask you them. this, though, because you know about these things. In terms of the audience size... People were talking about it being bigger than the Super Bowl. Well, no, bollocks. It's 17, it 17 million. million. No, 90. in America, that's not huge. Yeah, well, nine, 90, 90 million watched the Super right. Bowl. Obviously, that's the biggest event mm. in the TV year over there. 17 million over there. It's sort of fair to middling. It's good, but it's not. Nothing to write home about. No. ITV got over here. Uh, they got 11.3 million. And that's pretty now, good for here, now, isn't Well, it? no, it's respectable. It's a good audience. But it's uh, Gordon Ramsay but it's but it's not, yeah, well, but it's not sensational. Eleven point three million three weeks ago at the news, the first uh, Anton Deck Saturday night takeaway, yeah. twelve million. Oh, really? So ITV, That's trust interesting. me, ITV That's for a million quid will be very disappointed yes. in last night's. What event. about? Um, I don't know if you would know the answer to this. What about Panorama, the Diana interview? Do you know how much that got? Do you uh, remember? I seem to remember it was twenty seven. I think I was going to say twenty seven, something. something like that. Twenty five. Yeah. And this is it the other huge. Thing. This is the other thing that I find quite obnoxious that people are saying, "Oh, this is bigger than Diana." No, it isn't bigger mm. than Diana. Diana, Princess of Wales, married into the royal family mm. when she was twenty one. Mm. She was completely innocent and ingenue. Didn't really know anything. Was pretty badly treated by Charles. Um, had all sorts of mental health issues herself. But then, kind of left him, emerged from that a much stronger, more independent woman and was then killed in a high-speed car crash in Paris in a tunnel, living, you know, sitting next to Dodie Fire, the son of one of the most controversial businessmen in the world. Owner right? of Fulham. Owner of it. Fulham. Uh, that's not what he was best known for, though. <laughs> he is in my fucking house. Um, yeah, right. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, this was a woman's story that was quite, quite frankly, extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah, Meghan Markle compared to Princess Diana. I'm sorry, I'm not having it. Well, think about that again. Uh, uh, the 20 million plus that watched Diana's interview back in the 90s with Martin no, Bashir. No, with Martin Bashir. Uh, don't forget that was on a night when, if you wanted to, you could go to a restaurant, you could go to the yes. pub, you could go to a cinema. Very true. Uh, the other night when uh, uh, Meghan and Harry night. were on, no one could go out anywhere. No. So you've got a captive, literally a captive yes, audience. That's so 11.3 million for a million quid. Uh, ITV won't be doing cartwheels about that. No, trust they won't. Me. I mean, I suppose they'll add in people. They won't be. De- it. They won't. It, it's not a disaster, but it is. Uh, I was surprised. I mm. thought it'd be 15 plus. Yes, and I think that's what they thought. That's interesting. But don't you think as well now that people have stopped watching television in the way that they used to? I mean, this should have been an appointment to watch something if you were interested. Yeah. But it wasn't. There's in, too in, many in, dumb in, duchesses feeding chickens. Nobody wants to watch that <laughs> shit. <laughs> now, speaking of Fulham, by the way. Yeah. We should give you guys an honorary mention because much to the chagrin of presumably Liverpool fans, uh, Jurgen Klopp seems to have lost the plot, doesn't he? Well, he made seven changes. Six, is it six um, losses Yeah, they've lost home six now. home games. on. It's like what they say, um, uh, Anfield is a very, very difficult place to win, especially for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> 
admittedly, expecting Fulham to beat them. Admittedly, though. Fulham uh, uh, um, came on the back of a lot of home defeats, five home defeats mm. for Liverpool. Uh, but I, I was pretty convinced that that run of bad luck on Liverpool's part would end. Would end with uh, Fulham, yeah. But not only did we win, we fucking well deserved to win. Uh, we played them off the park, to be honest with you. Uh, and uh, so they scored. We scored uh, uh, Mario Lamina just before half time. I saw the goal. Great goal. Great little goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Just before half time. And then the second half. Uh, including extra time that was the worst fucking 49 minutes of my life I fucking hated every second there's nothing worse than being one Partic- up is particularly at the end when they were bombarding us yeah, yeah. it was like the sort of battle of the Somme there were yes. so many missiles heading towards our goal uh, but we fucking made it and but now the tragedy I think for you the now of course is that you now think you're going to stay up didn't you say that yeah. <laughs> I mean it's fucking pathetic really because you know that you're going to be like this for the rest of the season Hanging on for grim life, like the sort of proverbial, you know, hamster out the car window. Well, put it this way, you know, I'm a Fulham fan. Uh, I don't think we're going to stay up. I just hope we're going to stay up. Uh, you know, that's what that's the that's the experience of being a Fulham fan. You know, it never stops raining. Mm. It's a big fucking problem. So, are they going to fix this? I was talking to my sister again the other day about uh, America, and you see, in America, they're about to open up pretty much the entire country. Um, and they're going to say to people, you don't have to wear masks anymore. Certainly in Connecticut, um, they're opening up everything. So there's going to be uh, mm. sporting events you can go to. Well, um, be- I, I said presumably socially distanced. I think that's probably true. But, I mean, is that going to happen here? Are you going to be able to go to a football match before the end of the season? Uh, not, I can't see it, no. no. Well, there's no way because the season's going to end, you know, sort of. Uh, May. I suppose it's May. May. Isn't it? There's yeah. no way we'll be allowed. Uh, they'll definitely leave football matches till next. And season. the Euros happening this year? Uh, yeah, they are. They yeah. so so will we? Watch well, they're the hoping. Yeah, that's right. Will we be able to go to the Euros? I think uh, one. Some minister said we very much hope everyone will be able to go to the Euros. So with a bit of luck. Uh, but uh, what I like about America is, you know, I think federalism. You know, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword yeah. sometimes it has its advantages and, yeah. and as we've found out with our devolved uh, four nation state uh, sometimes it can be a disaster well devolution hasn't worked yeah it's, a fucking it's, a, terrible. it's an absolutely yeah. terrible idea instituted by tony blair who was uh, probably by most people's recognition a pretty shit prime minister uh, although I don't think he did too badly in some areas, you know. Well, um, you know, you have to say, you have to say, I mean... He uh, changed he, this country. He did, he, irre- I, think socia- I think socially, he did some very good yeah. things. Uh, I, think I think also, at the time when he came in, we were all sick to death of the Tories. You know, they'd been in for, what, yeah. 13, yeah. 18 years? Yeah, so but Blair turned up and says, you're sick to death of the Tories? I'm a Tory! <laughs> but don't tell anyone. But don't tell anyone, no, exactly right. But, you know... Um, yeah, so the problem I would have with federalism in the way they do in America is that you employ too many fucking people in representative yeah. positions because don't forget every single city, every single capital city of every single state has a capital building full of representatives yeah. of the public. So yeah. forget about the senators and the House of Representatives in Washington. Then you've got another state house mm-hmm. where there's even more yeah, people. Yeah, they're, they're the levels of government That's are never madness, ending. Isn't it? But where it does or where it has come good, and it does come good quite often because it's America people forget is the ultimately democratic place so many votes you vote for the police chief you vote for the poster yeah. post office right, the chief judges. you vote for fucking everybody yeah. in in America and you vote state level and you vote federal level than national yeah. level uh, and, and even sometimes more local than that like yeah, the town sheriff absolutely of, yeah you, know, you vote for the sheriff bum yeah. fuck you Iowa. vote for the local town the local sheriff, sheriff. Uh, you vote for fucking everyone now uh, what's happened in America is I think it's 11 
11 states now. Joe Biden says, face masks forever. Yeah. You know, he's calling them Neanderthals. Yeah. yeah. And and 11 states have said, fuck off. We're coming out of (laughs) lockdown, you old twat. Right. Uh, And they have come out of, you know, so Texas, biggest state in in the union. That's now uh, lockdown free. Mm. Uh, even Florida, place, I think. Yeah, Florida. And uh, well, Americans. Florida never really went into one. Ameri- they? No, no. But Amer- and they're now talking about they might have a spike. But Americans don't care about spikes anymore. They've no. had a fucking enough. Americans, when it came to the COVID crisis, were always like Donald Trump. Yeah. Fuck it. Life goes on. Exactly. Uh, that's America. That's the American state of mind. So I think it's uh, encouraging over there. We, sadly, over here, do not have that mechanism. And if mm. we fucking did, I reckon the people of Britain would say, Boris, Sage, fuck off. Right. We're coming out but of we've got now. too many people. We're going that, down the fucking got, pub. I know. We've got too many people who go, oh, keep your mask on. It saves yeah, lives. Yeah, that guy phoned you this oh, morning. Oh, God. Keep the mask on because we've been told to. Yeah. Because we've been told yeah, to. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, oh, great, great, great. Fucking unbelievable, isn't it? Oh, God. Thank God uh, for people like you and I who are keeping the uh, the, the, the government honest. Even anyway. though we're the people that face masks were made for. Yeah, well, that's very true. Very true, <laughs> especially in your case. Anyway. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> we're the Thought Police. We'll see you next week. <laughs> ever be a more depressing looking bloke i mean i'm just all through my show today all i could see was chris witty he was either talking on tv or he was talking to a parliamentary committee warning us all about how terrible things are going to get if we open up too soon yeah, third, has he the looked third at the papers wave, today the third wave has he looked at the papers you know today? he's talking about thirty thousand may die that kind of thing now you know uh, what part of vaccination does he not understand if he's telling the truth that we're facing another big wave of deaths can someone explain what the fucking vaccine was for in the first exactly place? Exactly right. This is the other thing that I find quite obnoxious, that people are saying, oh, this is bigger than Diana. No, it isn't bigger than Diana. Diana, Princess of Wales, Married into the royal family when she was 21. Mm. She was completely innocent and ingenue, didn't really know anything, was pretty badly treated by Charles, um, had all sorts of mental health issues herself, but then kind of left him, emerged from that a much stronger, more independent woman, and was then killed in a high-speed car crash in Paris in a tunnel, living, you know, sitting next to Dodie Fire, the son of one of the most controversial businessmen in the world. Owner right? of Fulham. Owner of it. Fulham. Uh, that's not what he was best known for. He's <laughs> he in my fucking house. Um, yeah, right. But I mean, you know, this was a woman's story that was quite, quite frankly, extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. Meghan Markle, compared to Princess Diana, I'm sorry, I'm not having it. This fucking bloke, right, is sitting there telling us that we can't go to the fucking pub or the hairdressers or a gym yeah, because we might kill someone. Go fuck Do yourself. Do fuck Go up, fuck mate. yourself.